just a hack. He's just an absolute hack. And he gets his ass kicked by his teammates every week. It's just, you know, it's terrible. Welcome back to Hack City. Joe DeLeon, Sean Anderson, two former college football players from the University of Rhode Island. This is a bonus episode. We're recording from the, what is it? What's the name of this hotel? Uh, it has something to do with economy. Oh my God. The Eco Lodge or something like that. The, yeah, sure. We're staying at the economy. We're staying at a hotel in Brookings, South Dakota. We are here for the South Dakota State homecoming, Hobo Day as they call it. They're playing Northern Iowa. We're going to get some eyes on Theo Day. We're going to get some eyes on Isaiah Davis, Mark Kronowski, the very talented South Dakota State team. Get to see maybe the possible national champions this year. And as anyone who was paying attention during the offseason, we did our voting for where we were going to do our trip. We do a yearly FCS football trip. And today we've made it to Brookings. That was where everyone voted. So far, we're off to a pretty good start, Sean. Uh, it, it started... Not so much rocky, it's not the good way to put it, but it started off a lot quicker than I was expecting. We both had uh, connecting flights, we're moving to where we need to get to be, uh, and it started with a, probably like a 32-ounce beer at, at lunch with our friends Brandon and Chad. Yeah. Got some Chislick, for anyone who doesn't know, know what Chislick is, you're, you're missing out, but not a bad start. Uh, not a bad start to what, what what's going to be a pretty good weekend. Two flights a pop, and we are settled in. Have the studio set up. No service, but still getting it done. Uh, it, I think we are... Wait, I, do you not have service? Uh, not, very, not very well. Okay. Uh, it's We have exceeded expectations for the time of recording, in mm. my mind, going into this. Well, you said you wanted to get a nap in, and I knew that yeah, that just was not going to happen. Dead mission. Dead mission. Dead mission. Thank God it's a late game tomorrow. Uh, we're going to talk a little bit, just open-ended questions. We're going to be doing some questions from listeners, talking a little bit about maybe expectations for the rest of the weekend and um, something interesting with one of our favorite listeners, Mr. Rack 69 that coming up uh, before we get to that though, Sean, can you just share with our listeners a message from bet online? Yeah. By the way, I'm, I'm sweating out a bet right now. As we speak, we've got Tulane Memphis on, we need uh, Tulane minus four. Oh, sure. Where'd you take that bet at, Joe? Uh, you know I took that bet online. <laughs> bet online makes might make more money off of me than I do. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. No, it was uh, we were we were drinking at a, a fantastic uh, South Dakota bar, and the Tulane Memphis game comes on, and I see Joe tense up, and he's like. Oh my God! I have money in this game. I forgot. I completely forgot. I pulled up Bet Online and I'm like, Oh my God, Sean, Sean, we need to pay attention to this and also the Colorado game later. By the way, quick note before you do the read. Sure, I we're in the read. By the way, I know. I think it's really cool in South Dakota, the hotel that we're at. I was expecting the you you know the usual go to hotel bar where you're in the lobby. Oh look, there's the bar over there. Um, you know, there's a couple older women sitting at the bar. That's usually yeah. the vibe. But instead, it's a sports bar with a casino next to it with a pool table and then a full-ass bar. This is a real, real bar. I love it in Brookings, man. I don't, I don't want to leave. It's very nice, and it's a great place to watch uh, some football games yep. that you wagered on if you're going to wager on football games and drink, uh, I don't know, six to seven drinks before 5 p.m. Eastern. Why don't we just do it Thanks, here Brandon. at betonline.ag? Head to the website today or use your mobile device to get in on the action. Remember to use our promo code BELIEVE, that's B-L-E-A-V, to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. BetOnline, where the game starts. I love seeing this in person, you pulling up your phone <laughs> while I'm in the middle of the read, even in person. There's no way somebody you had to put out a fire during the read again. 
Shut there's up. There's no way. So I'm, I'm, no, no, no. There's no fire that has to be put out, thankfully, on a Friday night. I'm pulling it up because I want to talk about this to start. So, like, th- this week's been kind of busy for me. I'm getting ready for the trip. I got a lot going on. Yeah. And in the middle of the week, our good friend, Rack of Tits 69, very, he doesn't sound like the most friendly of listener, but he is one of my favorite listeners. Very friendly guy. He loves the show. Sure. He tunes in everything that we do including Rufino and Joe. And I'm getting like comments from Chris Hammond and him, and I'm kind of not really paying attention to what's going on. Yesterday, I get a DM. This isn't out of the ordinary. I get lots of DMs from Rack. Oh, very popular. I, I get a... I'm not popular, but Rack loves to DM me about Pamela Anderson. He DMs me unprompted. Didn't respond to any of the things he tagged me on Twitter. Says, I am not Chris Hammond for the record. With a rock star hand emoji. I said to him back, I didn't even consider that, but now I think you're definitely are. He definitely is Chris Hammond. And he says, leave Chris alone. He's a professional with the school and not a shit poster like me. Well, ha ha. I, look, he didn't get us to Idaho though. So. Okay, here, here's my theory. I, okay, let me ask first. Sure. Do you think Rack is Chris Hammond? Because yes. that was weird. That is something Certainly, he is. he is. Chris Hammond is a pro. He cares about his school. I think he does good work with Idaho. I'm not even certain what he does, but he, what he puts out is solid, and it isn't compromising. What Rack puts out <laughs> is the direct opposite of that. So if Chris needs to let off some steam, it makes sense. Okay. I think Chris has too much decorum and grace when interacting with him. You think to, so? To notice any correlation in their communication style. I think both of us are good with, when meeting the parents, but now we're animals sitting in a hotel room recording <laughs> on both of our beds hunched over. Yeah, hunched over. So how much decorum and grace does, okay. really happens in the real life? I, I, look, usually you can kind of tell from the communication styles. I will say this. That type of a, of a response means to me that Chris has direct, constant communication with the individual that identifies yeah. as Rack. Uh, he's one hundred percent one of his buddies. So it's who's a high school, Chester? college. I think it's I think it's a three friend a three way friend group here where Chris decides not to respond to them on social, but it is Chester, it is Chris, and then Rack is the problematic, <laughs> alleged lawyer as he's he's claimed he Chester is. Chester isn't not problem- problematic, by the way. Yeah, Chester still yeah. causes some problems. It's weird. Uh, he ge- he gives really normal comments, and then he gives super problematic ones. There's no in between. But I think that this is a three-way fr- friend group. I do not think that Rack is Chris. That is my analysis here. I think he is. It has to be. No one just says that. I've never come on and said, I'm Falcon's muse. Or, uh, <laughs> or I'm Iced Russ. You know, I've never needed to say that. Because I know I'm not them. I just don't think Chris is that stupid. I think Chris definitely... I don't think it's a dumb move at all. I I think he thinks that we're stupid. Maybe. I really see it as... Which is an apt assumption. We are stupid. I really see it as Chris was like, Hey, Tom, what the fuck? Can you not not (laughs) stop commenting and making it look like we're the same person? And they know each other. Yeah, they have to. I think that is. We're not making any uh, acquisitions. Accusations. Jesus Christ. That's the word you're looking for. Um, I want to get to the mailbag questions that we have, and we'll we'll, we'll finish with any final thoughts. I did bookmark something that I'm going to get to in a second, Um, or I'll get to later. Probably looks different than my bookmarks. 
All right. Yeah. All right. Yeah, I know what crap you're bookmarking. All right. Uh, first question that we've got from Parker Blake, horny ass. Parker Blake. <laughs> it's been a lot of Patrick Star AI videos. By the way, do you do you like the? Have you noticed that half of the things I've been sending you are are just dripped out cartoon characters? I've noticed. Yes. AI images. Do you like? Do you appreciate those? I like the Sully from Monsters Inc. one the most because okay. that's my guy. Okay. Through and through. Can you please make him or Peter Griffin dripped out with the lean cup? Can you please make that your profile? I picture? don't drink lean. That's. I the know prob- you don't. But I'll it's be cool. I'm faking. <laughs> yeah, I, I understand the perception of coolness within these images. But I try very hard to not be a poser. All right. All so right, so if I'm putting that out there, even in all the comedy that could be associated with it, they're very funny photos, mm-hmm. uh, very, very well done. <laughs> um, but still, I'm not a, a, a Twitter for clout guy. And I'm not, I don't, I, I'm not you a You should a be a Twitter for clout guy. Yeah. All right. Uh, this first question, I don't know if you'll be able to provide context on Sometimes we get draft question mixed draft questions mixed in. Parker Blake, uh, big old line guy. Thoughts on Talise Fuaga from Oregon State and Caden Wallace from Penn State. Have not watched Caden Wallace. Have kind of gotten a little bit of eyes on him because I've watched uh, some tape on these Penn State offensive lines. I will say, have you have you seen any of Fuaga? Mm-mm. If you get some time, I'm going to send you. In. I'm going to send you. Some, I'm going to send you some Fuaga. Actually, let, let's do it right now. I'm, yeah, I, sure, I have a couple. What else we have to do? I have a couple on my Twitter. Um, Tulis Fuaga is one of the most. Let me see if I can find him. Tulis Fuaga is one of the most entertaining offensive linemen. What is he? A big mauler? Is he? Like, oh, he absolutely uh, is. He's a right tackle. Mm. I'm sending it to you right now. I, he I, is a right tackle. He's one of those dudes that's very top heavy, and you're kind of expecting him to be like a slow mover. And you're thinking like, oh, this this guy's just gonna be a big, dumb, top-heavy guy. And you watch him, and he's just grinding dudes out. He's just he's just completely beating up on guys. He's got pretty good feet. I think he's listed at three forty something. He's a big dude. I would go as far as to say, I really think that he's gonna be a first-round pick. I think he's the Darnell Wright of this class. That he is good enough to go that high. I, I think he's somewhere on that pacing. Did you pull it up? I'm trying to. It's not loading, man. You've, you didn't give me the Wi-Fi. The Wi... You didn't give it to me. All right. Just give me your phone. Whatever you sent me, just give me your phone. All right, watch this. All right, let me watch this clip. Let me see. All right. Let me restart it. You just let it... All right. Highlighted. Boom. Oh, geez. Here we go. Yeah. All right. Yeah, I'm in. Out of the stance. Boom. Bye-bye. Out of the play. <laughs> Out of the stance. Where are you going? Where are you going? Look at me. I got sweet feet. Sweet feet. Yeah, dude, he moves so well. He's a problem. He's a, he is going to be such a good offense, and he mirrors really well. That's yeah. that's that's why I'm really really in on him. Uh, next question that we have is from Ryan Jensen. Uh, he was the individual who gave me the Bison sign last time we were here. He asked, "Will you be going to Skinner's Pub Saturday morning for the Bloody Mary Bar in free fireball shots?" I don't know if I'm going to do the fireball shots because we know how that ended last time, but yeah. I am a big Bloody fan, Bloody Mary the fan advocate. Holy okay, shit. Okay, there we go. I'm a very big Bloody Mary advocate. So, yes, I think that we need to make a stop there. I mean, I'm okay. I, I really like the premise of Bloody Mary's. I, I, I think I'm more of a, a chalada guy. I like that more, a little more than the Bloody Mary. What's the... 
Oh, you're talking about the uh, Michelada? Like, yeah, yeah, Michelada. Yeah, I like those a little bit more. You, by the way, when we were on the B Team podcast, you gave me the dirtiest look when I made a comment about the red beers being yeah. a Midwestern Michelada. Well, why did are. you? Why did you give me a dirty look? You just, you just say stuff, man. I mean, when we get back in person, I just recall that Joe just says you, stuff. You've never had a, a Michelada before. What are you talking about? You've had it with the tahini on the rim, with a with a Corona Modelo, with the with the. Uh, I get them out of the cans, juice. brother. Oh no! Oh yeah! Oh yeah! That's like drinking a canned Bloody Mary. Yeah, that's like drinking a canned Delicious. margarita. Delicious. You stink. No, no, you no. Stink. That's good. No, no true. That's some good stuff. One of the best Michelada that you're gonna get. I didn't take you to a Dodgers game. I'm never going back to Dodger Stadium. <laughs> Those freaking Micheladas at a ballpark. Say Michelada again. All right. We're going to move on to the next yeah. question. Uh, the Rabbit Hole asks, what's your drink of choice for the weekend? I think it's Twisted Tea. I mean, it, here's the thing. I think I've brought everybody. I'm, I'm kind of like a black hole with these things. <laughs> where, <laughs> and it's just with <laughs> drinks. Uh, I've been on a, a Twisted Tea kick, to say the least. And we were drinking at the bar tonight, and I noticed through their, their little panel of, of bottles and cans, I'm so they had did. Twisted Teas, and I announced, and this is a brave announcement to make, because it's trashy, and it's not like a real drink, and it's not a It's a freshman drink. in college move. Yeah. Yeah. And I said, oh my God, Joe, they have Twisted Teas. I've been really into those lately. And then Joe perked up and he he started telling me Twisted Tea stories. And, and we, have, we have bonded over Twisted Teas. Uh, <laughs> and I don't know how we don't go to one of the bars and get Twisted Teas. And that's going to be a bad look you, because it's a bad optic drink if you're like trying try to talk to women. I know Joe's not really trying to, but still. Not really trying. I am not trying to. I, I, let's, optic wise. <laughs> Optic wise, you want to be seen with like a phrasing, like a vodka soda. Corona's a good look, uh, you know. Miller Lite's not a terrible look, but a, a twisted D is like. Who are you? You look like an infant. You yeah, look like a child. you look like a child that doesn't know how to drink. Is this guy eighteen? Damn, they are good. I don't care. I think it's one of those drinks that when you're eighteen or even sixteen, you're uh, like, oh, I I don't want to drink one of those. Give me. Give me a Budweiser. I'd like a Bud Heavy. Yeah. You trying to My act all tough around scotch, your boys? So I do too. <laughs> or get, all right, the Sam Adams looks good, and you've never had one before, and you're just trying to look tough around your boys and act like you've had your, you know, an IPA. I'd love an IPA. Yeah, you got you had, got some IPAs in your dad's a, fridge. I had a black and tan that uh, that I had out of a, and this is rookie rookie Sean. Yeah. And I took it out of a funnel at a beach week, <sighs> and I said, "Oh, that was a great!" And tan out of a funnel, load up another, and I no. went upstairs and I threw up in a toilet. That is, and then it, the toilet overflowed, Wait. so I had to clean up the black and tan vomit. I have a couple questions. Uh, Actually, I have one question. Sure, because your decision making is poor. But what sadistic piece of shit? <laughs> suggests- Whoa! What now? We're levying wait, some wait, accusations. Wait, wait, wait. No, it's a beach weekend. First of all. Beach weekend. You're yeah. on a beach. Yeah. Who pulls out and says, I want a black and tan? You're not doing all right upstairs well, if you're saying, I want a black and tan on a beach. The, that's corona weather. <laughs> Here's the thing. We weren't necessarily like super invited to this. Like this was like an adult's trip. Oh, no. And then like the 
you know, college freshmen or high school seniors just kind of tagged along because one oh, of their so buddies you were, was going. you were younger. Yes. Oh, okay. And then somebody had a funnel. One of the degenerates had one, and everyone was doing, like, water bongs out of it in, in place of a beer bong because no one had really done it before. Yeah. And then, God. you know, there's, like, a, an adult fridge full of adult beverages. And I'm like, oh, no. what's this? This looks okay. And then I put it in there, and I'm like, my stomach has expanded by a cubic meter. You have to a black and tan. I haven't. I didn't touch a Guinness for six years. I've had my first Guinness like a month ago, and it's. It. it I, I like it now. That is a drink, though, that you consume when you're like, I need to pace myself. Yeah. I need to shut the night down early. That's one that you say. Sure. You don't. That doesn't go down quick. No. That's like doing a beer bong with chocolate. I'm aware. No, chocolate milk would have been better. That is a disturbing story. I'm I fear fear uh for the for the rabbit hole, twisted teas all weekend. Uh yeah, twisted teas all weekend. We are we are getting bombarded by rack, by the way, right now. Um how could he be possibly are you rack? You think that I'm capable of uh, uh, what uh, was that? <laughs> <laughs> you think that I'm capable of responding to, <laughs> responding to myself while we're doing this show? Um, all right, I'm gonna let's get to the next question. Mm-hmm. Uh, from our good friend Chester, how much will the Vandals win by this weekend? They're playing against Montana. <sighs> Montana fans don't like us right now, even though we've. By the way, um, I've recently been purchasing some home field gear for my other show. Is there a code and, that people can use? Uh, Rafino and Joe is the code. Uh, okay, for how much off? 15% off. Oh, very nice. Thank you for letting me plug that on yeah, this show. Yeah, of course. And I, one of the shirts that's up next is one of the sickest Montana football shirts that I have found. I'm going to show it to you. It's sure. got the biggest fucking grizzly bear on it. It's so cool. I ordered the Idaho Vandal one that's got the, just the super based Giga Chad Vandal on the front of it. Uh-huh. You know, did I send it? I'm one? familiar with it. Um, I like Montana. I don't know why that people think that there is a bias with them. There's some idiot on YouTube that I went back and forth with last night, which was a mistake. Yeah, way to be, man. Um, way to stay above it. Yeah, no, I, I can't stay above it. But to answer that question against Idaho, 18. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go 17. I, actually, okay, I'm gonna go 10. I think that mm. this is gonna be. For the first three quarters, a grinded out game. Montana is one of those schools. It's like Iowa. We compared it to Iowa. They they bring you down to your level, and then eventually you just pop off, and you put your points on the board, and then the game ends. I think it's going to be 10 to 14 points. I don't think it's going to be a blowout. I got Idaho by 18. I have hey. uh Montana has not instilled a lot of confidence in me this year, So uh, and Idaho has. So, yeah, Idaho by 18. Uh, Jamie Williams asks, will Joe shave before the weekend so he doesn't have to compare beards with Brendan and they have Chad? They have real beards. Yeah, we have it's tough. low T beards that we're trying to grow. The microplastic beards. <laughs> That's what we got. We got the steroid chicken beards. Uh, we got everything that was in the food system when we were developing beards. I, I won't touch beard oil. I won't touch one of the beard rollers. And it looks like it. Can I make a really embarrassing confession? Uh-huh. I did buy one of those <laughs> rollers. I bought it. It didn't do shit. I bought one of those rollers and I used it. It didn't do a goddamn thing. It's, it's, it's a supposed, scam. It's supposed to open up your follicles, right? It didn't do shit. 
Does it look like it opened anything up? I did this Joe's, for two weeks. I, two and a half weeks. I candidly told Joe he looks like a dirtbag with that beard. I look like a loser from Appalachia uh, with mine. But Joe's looks genuinely like a dirtbag. Sean looks like the guy at the bar with the beard that's just like just breathing really heavy behind you. And yeah. you're like, you good? I look like the guy when you're at a house party and it's like... Who invited that guy? Yeah, that's what my that's what my beard's like. I don't like that guy being here. Sydney's friend? What? From he, where? It, he's. I look like the guy. A town over. I, he invited friends. <laughs> right. I look like the guy. I we look don't like, know them. This is my parents' house. I look like the guy. The minute something breaks, you go. All right, he needs to leave. You don't even need evidence. You're just like, <laughs> I know he did it. I know that he did it. I'm the guy that you point to and you blame whatever problem happened at the party on in college. The beards are really bad. And Joe, even without a beard, was that guy that you blamed at college. Well, because I did have a propensity to break things, but that's not, that's neither here nor there. Where's the music? Oh my God, that, that's a great, that still remains a good story. That's fun for me. Oh my God. Um, Another question, please. Brendan. Oh, I've been waiting for this one. What is the fattest thing you've ever done? Example, someone I know, obviously not me, made cheesy mashed potatoes and then used it as dip for potato chips. First light of all, work. That, that, it's light work. That's a very fat activity, by the way. Light work. I'm trying to think of the fattest thing. You want mine? Cause yeah, go it, ahead. I mean, I really genuinely have the fattest thing of all time. Okay. I don't know if I've told it on the show. Mm. You're aware of this though, right? No, tell me. It was either COVID or post-COVID, a little bit afterwards. I think maybe early 2021, I was still staying in my parents' basement. Uh, I don't know. Maybe it was like a Thursday. It was it was a night where I decided to watch, a, I think, a Batman movie and get after it, right? And <laughs> Batman movie and get after it. Yeah, that yeah, does not yeah, sound like a lot like of parents' house activities. Okay. So I had, uh, I had some beers, uh, enough of them, where I remember that... Um, I remember that that evening, my mom had cooked up uh, some pastrami. She had slow oh, no. slow cooked it, right? Oh no! Like, this is gonna be good. I'm gonna go upstairs and get some pastrami sandwiches. Oh no! She shaved it. It's it, it's good. Uh-huh. It's gonna be good. I'm fired up. Bunch of Tupperwares, right? And I'm I would consider myself three sheets to the wind. Mm. Take a Tupperware, pull it out, and say, "Ah, oh, this is a this is an odd cut." And I start. I put it in the microwave, and I heat it up, and I put it on some bread, and I put some. I mean, this is double on the fat. I put some hot sauce, some ranch on it, uh-huh. and then I go downstairs, and I'm I'm looking at this. I'm like, this doesn't look like the normal. This doesn't look right. But I, you know, what am I? Who am I to judge? And uh, I eat the sandwiches. It doesn't feel right. Feels way too chewy. Oh, like not a lot no. of meat. And. I wake up hungover, obviously, go upstairs. And my whole fa- entire family is in the kitchen, like 10 a.m. And my dad's looking at me. And he goes, Sean, did you eat the fat we were saving from the dog? <gasps> and I realized I had had two sandwiches worth <gasps> of pure fat. Uh, so I had two literal fat sandwiches. Uh, and I was so disgusted with myself, I had to go outside and walk for 30 minutes in my backyard, just like in a little circle. And then I threw up because I was so grossed out that did I did that. Did you make yourself throw up or you just threw up? I just, it was mentally like, because it was like golf balls of fat. And I'm like, what was I thinking? It was 
the fattest thing anyone's ever done. That is two legitimate fat <sighs> sandwiches. I can't top that. The one that comes to mind. Um, there was one night that I was out, and I was like, for whatever reason, I was like, I I want to sober up as quickly as I can. And I went to In and Out, mm. or I was I was at In and Out with people that I went out with, and I was like, I want to sober up. I don't want to be drunk, hungover tomorrow. So I ordered two double doubles and mm. a milkshake. Nice. And I ate both of them and the milkshake, and then I left. Light work. That's like well, you six thousand mi- calories. You're Mr. Quad Patty, though. <laughs> I actually, I don't know if that tops the fact that in high school I used to go to, I used to go to Five Guys, and I would <laughs> deliberately order five patties <laughs> on a single burger and the people behind the cash register would look at me and like five five you want five five so give me like two doubles and then an extra patty oh you sure you don't want two burgers no, i've no, no, seen no. you I pull want, off the quad i want five it's disgusting yeah i've done that before and a milkshake um yes yeah, the fattest thing this isn't really a fat. this isn't really a question i don't feel like pulling up the video that rack sent us but he said what will it take for you and Sean and Jack Illustrated crew to come out to the Idaho out to Idaho this spring to do cooler rides at the Riggins Rodeo with Chester and I. I don't know what that is. Flights and lodging. And I'm there. Yeah, Mr. That's, lawyer. If this guy's apparently a lawyer, he can afford to f- fly us out. That will take if it's not for a game or FCS coverage where me and Joe will like come here and try to, you know, yeah. actually do some work, get a feel for it, you know. Really, really hone in on the work if it's if it's for this nonsense flights and lodging and i'm not particular about the lodging uh damn my man asks how many consecutive hours yeah we'll sleep on your couch how many consecutive hours could you hide the fact that you had several marbles in your mouth it's a great question <laughs> didn't you have a follow-up qu- detail on that um somehow they've n- they're never a threat to be choked on and you could take PTO and stuff. When someone identifies that you have marbles in your mouth, you lose. I don't think that works for us. So we'd It'd have be very quickly for Joe because we'd have to quit our jobs. Yeah, yeah. Like if I was still working at Sirius, where there were times where I didn't talk to anybody yeah. for a full shift, and I'm like, I didn't say a word to a person just because I was cutting audio clips. Like, like I was just in it, and nobody. I wasn't a pressing issue for anybody uh-huh. uh, that I could have easily gone like a full 24. Okay. This currently I could give you This is such a good question. This is the best question I think we've ever had. I think I could, I could probably do a 24. Well, okay, I, well I might be able to, oh, here's the thing. It would have to be between our recording times because no, no, wait, if, wait, here's the thing, the detail that you're missing. Uh, he offered, we can take PTO. So here's what I'm doing. On a Thursday, Thursday in the in the middle of the day. Do you operate on PTO? Pay to, yeah, I get paid time off. So, or uh, okay, just off the assumption that you can take time off. Yeah, let's go off that. Because right. work is going to overcomplicate it because I have to talk for work. If I put them in on a Thursday midday, and then I just send out an email, hey, I'm I'm going to take this weekend off and all of next week off. I think I could last until the middle of the day the following Monday. So that what does that make? Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, plus 
it's four plus seven. It's I can go 11, eleven days. days. I think I can go eleven days if I just disappear off the grid. Nobody reaches out to me. Nobody calls. And if somebody tries to call me, like, hey, I'm sorry, I got really bad service. I think I could go the eleven days. I really think I could. I think I could go like two max, maybe. Why? I, you think it's gonna freak you out too much? No, 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 no. I've had I put marbles in my mouth countless times. Pause. No, not pause. Like yeah, genuinely, like just it's you, pause. How can you not like right? There's pause. Stop pausing. There's no pause needed. And you're putting marbles in your mouth. Yeah, a, 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 a genuine marble. Whose marbles? The were design. They? Were they your marbles? Don't worry about the marbles. <laughs> there was a big tin of marbles that somebody had. How recent was this? A child era. But if I saw a marble now, I'd probably, I'd probably pop one in just to check it out, see if it still felt the same. I respect. I probably give you two days. I, I had too many people calling. I respect that. I'd be like, What's wrong with you? Hang up the phone. You don't sound sick. Clear your throat. What do you got? Marbles in your mouth? Yeah. Hang up the it's phone. Like, okay, I'm caught. What are you doing? Does that sticker have? Yeah, it has exactly what you think it is. Yeah. Why do you have that? Yeah, because it's from an artist that I enjoy. Why is? I'll explain. Off the pod. I'll explain off the pod. I have it's to just. From I'm not going to artist that I enjoy. I'm not going to say what it is, but Sean has a sticker on his audio equipment that is unnecessarily graphic, in not a very good way. I'm not going to elaborate. Uh, next nice. question from Sam Teets. Um, thoughts on if Penn State can beat either Ohio State or Michigan this year? Feels like there's a path to beating Ohio State, especially since the Buckeyes. Only beat Penn State by nine in 2022. The JT Tuamoylau pick six game. Look, I'm going to just be really blunt about oh, this. Sure. Everyone's been high on Penn State. The Big Ten schedules are filled with cupcakes leading up to the year. If Ohio State beat Notre Dame, they're going to beat Penn State. Penn State has a worse offensive weapon room than Penn State does. Now, they've got really good running backs. They've got better running backs. Their tight ends are not as good, and their receivers are definitely not as good. I'm telling you, I, I, I think Estimate comes back from the second half for a Heisman season. Okay, well that's He's not going to go for like 204 touchdowns versus USC. That's not what we're talking about. We're just talking. I just game for Notre Dame. I just think that you're a piece of shit. I just really think that it's going to come down to Ohio State. The way that they put against Notre Dame helps them. Yeah, they can't beat Michigan. They got like a 40% chance against Ohio State. That's how I read it. Michigan is legit, and Penn State has been just a little disappointing for the expectations. And it's not their fault that we all put expectations on them, but like Florida State's kind of lived up to them. And I think both of those teams were billed similarly in the offseason for expectations of like they could really compete for the CFP, and Florida State's looked like they could. Penn State's been like, ah, they got to get the two wins. Last question is, how hot does Marcus Freeman's seat get if they lose to USC from Chester? I think that's what the question was. Nah, he's there for another four four Uh, years. Not another four. I give him two more years. That's what I've gone as far as actually That's actually a pretty – I think you're being genuine and fair in your assessment of this. Yeah, I have been critical, but I have not been unrealistic of fire him after the season. I think that that's very unrealistic. I think that he finishes the year – He's on the hot seat next year. 
the timetable for I think you got to let him cycle in some of his recruits, right? But is right. That's develop, what three years get, gives get him the junior year, and then see what see if it's hey, all right, well, let's get somebody else in here. Or that's the misconception that a lot of people are like, oh, he just got there. He was a defensive coordinator and recruited a lot of the guys. Well, the defense is really good. But my point is is that he's had time to recruit all of these guys, and he's done a fine job of recruiting. It We have seen in the era of college football, you can recruit well, and those recruits can make up for your issues. But if you have the expectation to win national championships and you're not doing so, your seat gets hot after year three. And his window technically should be shorter because he is not, you know, he's had extra time. He has had time that no coach ever gets. No coach gets promoted from D.C. to head coach after being the lead recruiting guy for the team. So, seat gets hot after after year two if things don't go according to plan and they finish with three, four losses. And then the final year, if they don't run the table and are at least banging on the door to the college football playoff, yeah. he's out. I think he's a lifer. I hope he is. I hope he is too, but it's not looking good so far. Well, I hope he keeps on putting in seven win seasons um do you have any final thoughts uh i mean i don't know we 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 both have flight stuff talking about your flight is super boring oh can i okay here's the last thing that i had and then we're gonna wrap uh it was this you i saw that you liked it it was this espn post showing uh the spookiest pregame rituals so I wanted to read some of them. Did I like that? You did. It said that you liked it. Uh, said I did not. It said that you did. That is said, false. Uh, it said that Nolan Arenado eats a combo of cottage cheese, veggies, and chicken before games. Bo Jackson. That one's actually pretty normal to me. Yeah. Like, that's, uh, just, that's just what an athlete would eat. Jim Leland refused to wash underwear during a 12-game winning streak. Disgusting. Larry Walker set his alarm for 33 minutes past the hour. Took batting practice in multiples of three and wore number 33. So I love how some of these are just completely psychotic, clear mental disorders. And then it gets to, uh, then it gets to the really just like, oh, they clearly just thought that this did more than it actually did. Uh, Greg Swindle bit off a fingernail before games and kept it in his mouth the entire game. And then this is the one that I got a, a laugh out of. Satchel Paige had his right arm rubbed down with axle grease before every start to allow him to pitch 90 like th- that doesn't happen today uh-uh. could you imagine some dude pulls up in the locker room does that and be like satchel what the fuck are you doing man well they don't let you roll roll nine innings now anyways uh, which so people are built different because the, the there's it's so violent of a throwing motion the first one in that is the callus on the hands yeah the peeing on the callus on your hands yeah. that's weird the axle grease I think that's actually just an old old baseball trick, like the spitball or any any mix of the of the sunflower and the resin and all that stuff. This is why I bookmarked it was because there's a clear difference. You can tell the difference in eras because there's the Satchel Page thing where it's like, like in this what what did he play? Seventies, eighties? I don't know the exact era that he played in, but the the thought process has no scientific backing. And it's just an old, uh, a guy with, with no one who's going to argue with him just doing some crazy He's shit. He's one of the best pitchers of all time. Yeah, and, and it's just like, okay, Satchel, go ahead. But if someone tried to do that today, I'd be like, this guy needs to be put in an institute. I'd wager Satchel Page was not the only pitcher during his era that was yeah. doing that. And then it just ends with Wade Boggs. Ate chicken before every game. Huh, Wade, Shut up, Wade. Wade's, Wade's the guy. Wade sucks. Why does Wade suck? I like Wade. I'm going to eat some chicken. Can somebody find That's not chicken? Wade Boggs. That's not Wade Boggs, <laughs> What's man. What's Wade Boggs in? Oh, give me 
me some chicken. I can't play if I don't have my chicken. What's wrong with Boggs liking chicken? I don't know. That's lame. Have a weird one. That's not a weird one. I think it, I think it was fried chicken. I you know what I, well, you know what my pregame ritual was? What? I I took the elevator up to the Ryan Center Suites. Yeah. And I pooped in the Ryan Center Suite bathroom before anyone showed up. Pure quiet. And then I'd go sit in the stands in the Ryan Center. I'd listen to my music. And then go back down to the locker room. I get changed. I go out on the field. I warm up. And I put my my music back in. If I didn't get that poop in, there was a problem. We had similar rituals. Ryan Center had some really good. The Hack City Dumper has been quiet recently. I don't know what's gotten into him. Yeah, but, YouTube uh, didn't like him. YouTube did not like the mm-hmm. Hack City Dumper. So maybe there were some executive decisions. Maybe they'll <laughs> return. The Ryan Center is an all-time elite place to pull that off. It wasn't heavily trafficked, frequently cleaned, good bathrooms. Yeah. All right, at Joe DeLeon at Sanderson Radio. Thanks, everyone, for tuning in. Let's get drunk. (laughs) Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.